the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, folks, we're happy to have Brian Bonner back on the Paracast. He's a friendly skeptic. What I mean by that is he's not doctrinaire. He simply gives you different possibilities and wants to investigate things scientifically with that. And we'll be talking about things we should be skeptical about and things that are going on in the world of the paranormal. But the first thing here is I was mentioning a warranty replacement I'd received from Vizio of what they call a quantum dot LCD TV, quantum dot. And the reason that I even brought it up is the fact that we use quantum as a buzzword nowadays in the paranormal community. Oh, it's quantum this, it's quantum that, it's quantum mechanics and all this. And 99% of the people who use those terms haven't a clue what quantum means. So they've got something here now in newest TV sets called Quantum Dots. Okay? Now, without mentioning the technology behind it, basically a QLED TV is supposed to give us better color. And it has nothing to do with quantum computing, right, Brian? Right. Anytime you hear the word quantum, and you'll usually find it in the paranormal slash metaphysical world is basically a way to uh, increase marketing because it sounds sciencey. Ooh, I like the term sciencey. I mean, that's really the thing is a lot of words have been hijacked that are real science words that really don't mean what people are claiming they'll mean. I'll, I'll give you an example and I'll, I'll just ask you a question. So, if I was to tell you something had energy, what is energy? The capacity to do work. Exactly. Measurable work unit. So I've had a conversation many times. Um, I was actually giving a talk once, and there was a woman up before giving... It was a very typical metaphysical, psychic-type presentation and she had this table that was full of crystals and wands and lots of really pretty stuff but she kept saying about the energy that it was giving off and at the end of her talk i said i'm not saying this to insult you but i've got all my equipment here that can measure energy pretty much across the band should i be able to see this energy and she didn't even really know what she meant by it. You know, I'm dropping every kind of a meter on the table trying to show her that's not what it's doing. It reminds me of a phrase, okay? You mm-hmm. keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Absolutely. And Remember what movie that came from? That came from The uh, Princess Bride. Right. From Inigo Montoya, played by Mandy Patankin. Yeah, I mean, that's been one of my big pushes for several years now of trying to take science's words back. And so you should. And I want a gold star on my forehead for getting that answer right. No, I'm, I'm actually impressed because most people don't get that. But it's, you know, another big one is... 
ancient, based on ancient technology. That's I know it came from Stargate SG-1, where they keep talking about the ancients developing right. the Stargate. That's where it comes from. Well, and, you know, there's all of these different things, but it also crosses over into the the conspiracy world, too. They're They're kind of using the same hijacking of words to make things sound either credible or more science more scientific you know the the whole sciency thing oh i love sciency let's just patent that term <laughs> well there's we're also, changing yeah. the paracast into a sciency radio show <laughs> no it doesn't work there is also from our one of our previous excellent guests sharon a hill the word scientifical yeah, I know her. <laughs> and actually, she was a really good guest. I, I liked Sharon. Uh, she was also, uh, uh, I would say she's pretty much in your camp, Brian. Oh, she is. I've, like I say, I, I know her. We've, uh, we've had lunch on a few occasions. So, yeah, I. Oh, that's really interesting. You know, it's unfortunate because she's no longer doing interviews, and I'm not really sure what happened to her. If she got heckled by too many uh, people who didn't like her skeptical approach or whatever it is, but uh, we do miss her out here. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, for you, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so... I I thrive on being yelled at. That's just what I do. (laughs) And so how long have you been married, Brian? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another story altogether. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, how many times are there? Uh, two so far. Okay, well, I've done two, so that's okay. Still on the second. But I don't yell at the first. She's still around. We've even had her on the show. Wow. And we are civil to one another. That's commendable. Not necessarily sciency. No. But civil. No, that, that's, that's a psychological thing. Speaking of sciency, I wanted to bring this up just in passing because we have one listener who freaks out whenever we talk too much about UFOs. So I want to get the UFOs out of the way so we can listen to the rest of the show. <laughs> okay. So we've been talking about the MUFON follies for several years, the problems they've had, and the most recent one, of course, being their now ex-executive director being charged with being a pedophile, trying to solicit sex with a 13-year-old. Now, briefly, MUFON had something on its website saying that he's no longer involved, and an incoherent or semi-coherent letter from the current executive director who is now international director, the former international director, David McDonald, who, by the way, used to, I guess he can now, used to run mile-high sex parties in airplanes, mile-high being over 5,000 feet. Okay, so I don't know that that's better, but at least it's adult and it's legal, so there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I think it's where you're going. In fact, maybe MUFON members should get a discount. You know, they first have to pass the UFO. They're not going to see UFO, but they first have to pass the the test, take a a test to make sure they don't test positive for coronavirus. And then maybe take a test for STDs. I'm not really 
Anyway, let's just talk about MUFON. I'm looking at the site now. Now, remember, this is just weeks after all this happened, right? So what they're doing is pretend it never happened. So when you go to the site, you get a pop-up. Interested in citing details. I don't want the pop-up. I want to look at the site. They want to sign me up to the newsletter. Click on the site. And it's still got the same design problem as it had before. And that problem is you've got black type over mid-gray. And I don't know about you, but I think when you want to read text on a site, you want to have contrast between the text and the background. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, that, that definitely makes a huge difference. So we've got black type over mid-gray. And the headlines are in blue. That's fine. Okay? But as I said, there's nothing there to indicate that there is any problem where they had a problem just a few weeks ago. There is, however, a banner ad are you a Trump supporter? I don't think that relates to UFOs. I'm not very sure. Brian Bonner is here, and he's our friendly, skeptical friend, and we're always glad to have him on the show with Gene and Randall. You're in. The Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Are you a business owner that needs a large supply of face masks? Do you have a large family and need a large supply of face masks? And want high quality but not high prices? Then you want Sunny-Bay.com. Our face masks are a better quality than Costco and lower price than Amazon. There's none better than Sunny-Bay.com. See for yourself. Go to Sunny-Bay.com and place your order today. Again, business owners, large families, and anyone who needs a large supply of quality disposable face masks click sunny-bay.com be sure and look for our volume discounts our high quality cloth face masks are handmade in the usa we also have n95 masks see our quality get details and order at sunny-bay.com a biomed db design company remember volume discounts for large quantities at sunny-bay.com just click sunny-bay.com Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So be careful out there. 
Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product. Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal hair care system is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNLoans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNLoans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNLoans.com. That's GCNLoans.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Briefly continuing with the MUFON follies. Before we get into other subjects, Brian Bonner is our guest. We consider him a friendly skeptic. And he's associated with an organization called the Rocky Mountain Paranormal Research Society from Colorado, which means he knows about mountains. Okay. Uh, sure I do. <laughs> or at least he knows how to head for the hills. Exactly. You like that. Okay, that's very bad. I was just looking at MUFON's site, which is as badly designed as ever. And it's also kind of erratic here because you've got one very long column on the left and one not so long column on the right yeah that is bizarre i just zipped over to it you did right now i understand by the way the need to maybe want to get some google advertising which may be part of it right there and so you've got instead of being a trump banner it's now a second stimulus poll banner it's still political. I don't think that an organization devoted to the scientific research of UFOs should get involved in politics, except in so far as you're dealing with disclosure. If you're right. dealing with disclosure, of course, you're dealing with governments and politicians and all that. But I don't want to hear about a second stimulus poll or a first stimulus poll or Trump and anything else. Don't want to hear about it. It, it's offering me credit cards. So, Oh, it is. It's offering me eBay, by the way. If I refresh, <laughs> it's now a second stimulus poll. I think it's a Google ad. Let me, let me yeah, I'm just see if what I'm they looking are. at here. Yeah, it's Google. It's a Google ad, and they're figuring that maybe they can get some Google money. 
In Google, by the way, you have the, now it's on 2020 gun laws, you have the ability in Google to set ad categories. And I think there are lots of ad categories that MUFON can choose that are not political. All right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to know about the Second Amendment. Right now, we can, if we want to argue, we can talk about the lawsuit of New York State against NRA for doing deceptive things as a nonprofit organization. Maybe that's an object lesson there. The point being here, that's political. That's, I don't think, is appropriate or germane for an organization. A UFO organization that's hoping to look into scientific research into UFOs should not be involved in that. Look at their core values. Let me read their core values, okay? MUFON does not and shall not discriminate on the basis of race, color, religion, creed, gender, gender expression, age, national origin, ancestry, disability, marital status, sexual orientation, or military status in any of its activities or operations. We believe in a totally inclusive environment. Hey, I'm down with that. Fine, that's great. Therefore, they shouldn't be allowing some of their state directors to write racist creeds on Facebook because that is against their core values. And I think they need to enforce that. If that's what it is, that's fine. Certainly, they're not guilty of having an executive director with those problems that we all know about. I'm sure that nobody could say that they had any involvement in that. Unfortunately, this is an imperfect world, and some people do imperfect things. And once again, with Jan Harzan, he is innocent until proven guilty. Right. Don't think he's going to have Perry Mason get up there and have somebody else confess to the crime. (laughs) Okay? Hopefully, there will be a fair trial. If he is innocent, he deserves an apology, and maybe even restore him as executive director of MUFON if that's what they want. If he's found guilty, he should get a a sentence that's consistent with his offense. I don't know. Let's just leave it at that. We're not going to talk about that. We've had other people in the UFO field who have had legal problems. They're just human, just like any other human being. Some people are nice. Some people are not so nice. Let's go beyond that. The key here is, is MUFON even relevant anymore? Forgetting about the bad design of its site. Do we even care what MUFON does? I think the only people that MUFON is relevant to and has been relevant to for a really long time are people interested in the UFO field. You know, it's full of people, quote, UFO researchers. Why should someone who is interested in UFOs even care about MUFON? What has MUFON done since 1969 to advance research into the field? Other than collect sightings and hold symposiums, what have they done? Give me anything more than zero. Uh, Not much, but that kind of stands true with almost all anything paranormal that's been around for very long you know how has how has ghost research advanced regardless of who's been doing it or how it's been doing it 
there's really, you know, collectively no no major advancements that's been done. And with with MUFON, uh, you know, it became a initially was kind of a great idea of a place that people could put their stories, could put photos, whatever it is. So, you know, the collective could look at it. But over time, it became more of a place where the absolute, you know, pretty much believer set could go and have confirmation bias about what it was that they put on there. The thing is here, though, that MUFON is not the first. It started out as a splinter group of APRO, an organization that was big in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And they formed something called Midwest UFO Network. And then somebody woke up and said, why are we calling ourselves Midwest UFO Network if we're serving the entire country? Let's make it mutual UFO Network. That's the beginning and end of it. What difference did it make over APRO? Well, APRO... And I wasn't very friendly with the one of the two owners of the organization, Cora Lorenzen, for reasons that have nothing to do with anything, more on her part. But APRO did real investigations of what they call UAP. Actually, UAO, they called them unidentified aerial objects. Not flying saucers, not UFOs. UAO, not UAP. And they did some really solid investigation of these cases, and they had some really solid people. In fact, one of our guests just recently, Dr. Roberto Panati from Italy, was one of their investigators. They did some really good work. And you could point to these cases. They were early on in investigating the Sicaro, New Mexico case, for example. But if you look at MUFON, what major cases has it investigated over the years that become a standby to UFO investigators. Gee, well, I guess my mic can't pick up the sound of crickets. Well, and the thing is, there have been so the many. The thing is, people- we got to do a break, Brian Bott. <laughs> oh, and then I'll have a comment about that and more stuff because I got into a monologue here. More to come with Gene and Randall. You're in. The Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids, EPA, DHA, Insist on IFOS Omega-3 Fatty Acid Certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. You 
USA Radio News with Wendy King. Negotiators from the Trump administration are on Capitol Hill. They're hoping to coordinate with lawmakers to work out a deal for a new coronavirus economic relief bill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says, I will once again make the offer will come down a trillion, you go up a trillion, and then we can have, we'll be within range of, of each other. But again, this is a very different set of values across the table. President Trump says he's considering executive orders involving evictions and unemployment insurance. The government says job growth slowed last month, but White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow is pointing out the unemployment rate has dropped. It wasn't as difficult economically as some people feared, and I expressed my own concern about it. So, so that's, that's got to be a big win. This is USA Radio News. The U.S. economy added 1.8 million jobs last month as the unemployment rate fell to 10.2%. With some good news, here's USA Radio Network's John Clemens. This latest report follows the 4.8 million jobs that were added in June before a spike in COVID-19 cases. Eleni Karajorge of the Bureau of Labor Statistics has the latest report. Total non-farm payroll employment rose by 1.8 million in July, and the unemployment rate fell to 10.2%. These improvements in the labor market reflected the continued resumption of economic activity that had been curtailed due to the coronavirus pandemic and efforts to contain it. In July, employment rose in several major industries, with the largest gains in leisure and hospitality, government, retail trade, professional and business services, other services, and health care. For the USA Radio Network, I'm John Clemens. You're listening to USA Radio News. If you or a loved one is a survivor of abuse by Boy Scouts of America representatives as far back as the 1970s, we urge you to speak up. We'll stand with you and get you the help and financial compensation you deserve. A jury in Portland, for example, awarded $18.5 million in punitive damages in one Boy Scout sexual abuse case. The Boy Scouts of America filed for bankruptcy, and funds have been set aside to compensate those injured. Time is limited, and so are the funds. Call today. Don't wait. For free information on how to file your claim, call All Survivors Advocates right now. We have a long track record in helping our clients get the legal justice and compensation they deserve. Please, we are ready to help you. Call today. 800-364-2984-800-364-2984-800-364-2984. That's 800-364-2984. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, my point was, what is... MUFON done to advance UFO research, and I said, name me something past zero. Brian Bonner is our guest this week. You had something to say. Well, what I was going to say is it's kind of like you see in all branches of the paranormal that there's an oversaturation of people trying to become the experts, become the clearinghouse. MUFON was around much more so pre- internet 
there was newsletters, there were magazines, there were things like that, and not as many people could get something started. It was kind of, you know, like you say, it, it grew up from other sources. But now with the advent of everybody being able to immediately become a website, a database, uh, some point of contact, it's really thinned the field. You know, you've got To The Stars Academy, you've got I don't know if Bigelow's still doing his thing or not, but you had his research teams. There were all of these things popping up out of the woodwork that were supposed to be the end-all, be-all while not working with each other. That holds true in all the paranormal fields, you know, even in the, the ghost side of things. There's too many people trying to be the, the end-all, be-all source while, it, you know, almost treating it as some sort of a competition. And it seems to be that way in the UFO world as well. Definitely. One thing I can say for MUFON is that they have made an effort to raise public awareness over the years. Like you were saying, Brian, I think now with the change in technology and the way that we communicate, that it's not as effective as it once was. At least that's one thing they have done. Their field investigator training manual is actually pretty good if, if ever anyone would actually use it and adhere to it. They did try to establish some sort of set of standards, so to speak, that, that I thought was actually pretty good for a civilian group. Right. But the thing is, they had standards, but people, and you know, I'll, I'll say it again, across the whole paranormal field, don't want to follow standards. They want to follow their belief. They want to follow how they think it should be done. It kind of ends in they silo themselves off so other people won't communicate with them. You know, if, if you want to do something scientific, you've got to share your findings. You've got to share the whatever it is so other people can critique it so they can look at it. Well, with MUFON, they, maybe to their credit, I'm not sure if this, this was an accident or done on purpose, but I was quite critical of their motto for quite some time. Their motto was the scientific investigation of UFOs for the benefit of humanity. And to me, that just looked like an invitation for skeptics to say, hey, pseudoscience, right exactly. there. Because if you're going to do science... You need to have certain standards exactly that are scientifically acceptable. And, and one of the things that we're lacking with UFOs is scientifically valid material evidence. So how can, how can we scientifically investigate UFOs, which are deemed to be interstellar craft of some kind, presumably made of something, when we don't have one shred of material to actually scientifically examine. And even when we do, the chain of custody is so nebulous that we can't really be sure where it came from. Now, just to point this out, just point this out, MUFON's current goal, again, is a scientific study of UFOs for the benefit of humanity. Their goals, let me read you their goals. Okay, Roman numeral number one. Can't just be a regular one. Sounds fancier. Investigate UFO sightings and collect the data in the MUFON database for use by researchers worldwide. Doesn't say free, just says for use. Promote research on UFOs to discover the true nature of the phenomenon with an eye towards scientific breakthroughs and improving life on our planet. 
Number three, educate the public on the UFO phenomenon and its potential impact on society. Now, number two, they're not saying spaceships or anything, but they are saying improving life on our planet as if the solution to the mystery will do that. Well, and that holds true with a lot of things of, you know, an unexplained nature is there's a huge assumption that there's some worldwide earth-shattering benefit that's going to take place from it. You know, once we discover X, the the collective consciousness will become one, that kind of a thing. Where, you know, if you look at some of the scientists, look at Stephen Hawking. He said, you know, if we ever do get in contact with an extraterrestrial presence, we might not be so happy about it because they're at a completely different technological level than we are. We are insignificant, probably. So, you know, there's different ways to look at that. Also, the assumption that any extraterrestrial race will care about us at all, will even have motivations we even understand, might be well, presumptuous. We want to think E.T. is nice, they'll come here and they'll save us from ourselves. Exactly. And believe me, they're kind of late. Well, and that's what I was going to say is, you know, the whole collective of the ufo community has always said et is here and it's trying to protect us it's doing you know it's saving us from ourselves just like you said well it should have swooped in about a year ago and nothing happened where are they this would be a perfect time to come out of the woodwork and say we are here to help you to the next phase of whatever it is or you know next level of consciousness, whatever the, the people out there say. To quote uh, Dr. McCoy in Star Trek IV Voyage Home, take these two pills and call us in the morning, and they'll take care of everything. The two pills will prevent you from getting coronavirus. It'll do wonders with your kidneys. No more dialysis. Okay? Exactly. Blood pressure, meds, forget about it. All those medications you take antidepressants, they have all sorts of side effects. Ever watch the TV shows where they do ads for a medication? And then you see all these people happy and cheerful, and then you have the announcer, may cause death, may cause your skin to break out, may cause your face to fall off, you know, all these things. Everybody's smiling and happy and everything. No, I completely agree. And that's the thing is, you know, I would guess that if we did have some sort of presence among us that was capable of you know this extremely advanced technology and I'll, I'll quote some people here you know according to them we have things here or that visit here that have devices that are capable of curing any diseases they can cure cancer they can cure you know whatever it is if so this would have been a wonderful time and i haven't seen it I think they're probably 2,000 years late. <laughs> think of all the people who have died from illness or war, accidents, anything. Animal bites, spider bites in the past 2,000 years. Oh, Add absolutely. them all up. Forget about just 160,000 people dying of coronavirus in the United States. And let's not argue about the methodology, Randall. Whatever well, it is, don't, people then having don't get needless into it because if you do, you know that I might. It's not really fair to say, well, you know, here I'm just going to put this out there. But Randall, it doesn't matter how many people, why they died. You have 
people dying from lots of causes. That's just one. We can talk about the methodology, but the real subject is if ET cares so much about us, do something. Don't just sit there and shout platitudes to individuals that you abduct. Exactly. Or, yeah. Or you take them aboard your spaceship death, right? and, and, and you, you stick holes in them. Or putting implants in their bodies. This is really friendly. Exactly. And that's something that, you know, I think that people, you know, that consciously across humanity, we want things that we don't understand to be benevolent. We need- you know, this is a benevolent announcement we're going to have here. And more to come with <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions, silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. 
Real Silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nanocolloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. There's so much hand sanitizer on the market, but beware. Not all hand sanitizers are created equal. That's why you want to use 2020 Safe Hand Sanitizer. You can trust the hand sanitizer on 2020safe.net to be made with the highest quality ingredients. American made with American ingredients employing Americans. Log on now to 2020safe.net and order your one liter today. Normally $29.99, but reduced to $19.99. So hurry while supplies last and receive a bonus. That's right. You'll receive a 30-count bottle of Immune Booster, a $39.95 value, free, by using code GCN at checkout. Right now, click 2020safe.net. That's 2020safe.net to get our one-liter bottle of high-quality hand sanitizer with your free bonus. A 30-count bottle of Immune Booster, valued at $39.95. Remember to enter GCN at checkout. And the bonus is yours, free, 2020safe.net. Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. The one, the only benevolent Brian Bonner. Mostly benevolent, right? <laughs> you were about to tell us because we were talking here about feckless ET. The fact that these higher beings don't do anything. They just give us silly platitudes. They come from Zeta Reticuli, which is a binary star system and I don't know of any indication yet that they have any extra solar planets there. You know, okay. I'm not sure. We have found quite a few at this point, but I'm not, I don't know if that's one of them. I would think Proxima Centauri is a better candidate. I have no problem with extraterrestrial life. It may even be. And I know Randall is more favorably disposed towards this. I would not dismiss the possibility of UFOs being representations of E.T., But don't tell me about their motivations. Exactly. And, you know, for those Douglas Adams fans out there, I I think he nailed it. You know, he's like, he referred to them, I'm trying to remember, what was it, skimmers? Where, you know, a, a bunch of teenage aliens would steal a UFO, cruise over to Earth, find some unsuspecting farmer out in the middle of nowhere that nobody would trust and just strut around in front of them beeping at them and then they'd leave and it's like you know that's probably one of the most legitimate answers there probably is because if they came we would know one would assume well okay there's a whole bunch of things and i've been kind of sitting here listening to you guys talk and one of the things that you are a real advocate for, Brian, is the scientific method. So if we've got a group, say, like MUFON or any other group that claims to be doing scientific research, what exactly is the scientific method and how should they be applying that to ufology? Well, and that kind of falls across the board with all paranormal research, Let's start by defining the scientific method. What is it in in sort of the, if we can sum it up in a 
a sentence or two. Well, and that's the thing. People don't understand the scientific method. Basically, you have to come up with a hypothesis that's testable, make sure that nobody else has done it because you don't want to do it for no reasons, test your results, and was your hypothesis true? If the answer is no, well, reevaluate it. See what you can come up with. Do it again. If the answer is yes, you don't immediately run out and publish your findings on YouTube. You have to go through some sort of a, a review process. Normally, I would say a peer review process, but there's really no peer review process in the paranormal. So you really have to have some sort of outreach to the, quote, scientific groups of their own that aren't specializing in this to say, we've got something that needs to be looked at with a critical eye and give them the data that you have. But one of the problems that you really run into is in order to, quote, do science, you need to meet some criteria. Whatever it is that you are testing has to be repeatable, which generally it isn't. You have to have some sort of an idea of, if you're measuring something, what those measurements mean, which we don't. And you have to have reasonably controlled conditions to make sure that other sources aren't impacting the data that you're collecting. In any paranormal work, there isn't any kind of a controlled condition. We can't take a a ghost or a UFO or an alien or a Bigfoot or whatever it is into the lab and test it. It would be cool if we could, but you know, as of yet, it just doesn't seem to have anything. So being able to use the scientific method as best as possible when we can apply it to things that are pretty much pseudoscientific to start with. So the best thing that we can do generally is apply common sense and critical thinking to it to start with. And once we do that, we might be able to start applying some of the scientific method to it. But that's a lot of work, and it's usually more work than most people want to go to. One of the uh, guests that we've had on in the past, Professor Paul Kingsbury out of Simon Fraser University, he's in the humanities. And I think this is a really excellent place for ufology and perhaps other paranormal subjects as well, because it has a large cultural aspect. Oh, absolutely. And so and it's maybe with, with respect to the hard sciences, there just isn't enough there to do the kind of scientific studying that you are talking about. But in maybe that what might be termed the softer sciences, psychology, social type studies. Right. And, and, and these are very important. Uh, the way that we relate to subjects like this, I think, says a lot about humanity. And it's, in my view, too important to just let go and call sheer nonsense. But if it was going to be studied academically, that seems to be the place for it. Well, and, you know, like you say, up until we have something that's more physical, more measurable, more testable, that's all you can do. And do I have a problem with people collecting stories? Absolutely not, because there's something behind at least some of the stories that, you know, we may be able to figure out that 
lead us in the right direction. Right. I, I think that we it's safe to say, well, you are more skeptical than I am, but I'm I'm convinced that the phenomenon is real. I think we're dealing with real craft. That is my assessment of the situation. I think there's far too many other people who have had very similar experiences or even better than I have to be able to say, no, it just isn't happening. I fully admit I can't explain it and that I don't have any scientifically valid material evidence uh, that is sufficient to prove that there is such a thing to the people that require that level of evidence. But I do believe also that when you mention critical thinking, we can adapt that. And when we do that, it all sifts out to where it's simply unreasonable to think that it's not happening. There may be a, a person says, yes, but you know, it's still not scientifically proven. But where is proof? Can we get proof from critical thinking alone? Or does it also require that scientifically valid material evidence? Oh, I, the material evidence has to be there. I mean, you know, it's, I'll go back to the Bigfoot thing for a while. You know, the, the one thing that they need is a body. That, that would be the way to prove something. With UFOs, and I know a lot of people have claimed it, but we don't have, either it's not available or hasn't happened, I don't know. But we need a piece of a UFO. We need a dead alien. And... There's a lot of personal experiences. There's a lot of firsthand accounts. But when it comes down to, you know, quote, evidence, that isn't. Now, one thing that I always tell people on the ghostly side of things is, you know, they'll say, well, 20 years ago, I had this experience. How do you prove that it or how do you know it wasn't real? And my answer is, I don't. You were the one there. You were the one having the experience. And I always tell people, you know, not everybody gets to have that type of an experience, real or not. So as long as it's not something that's traumatizing you, you know, enjoy it. It's it's not something everybody gets to have. So, you know, if you if you enjoy it, that's that's great. But Telling me that you saw a UFO or saw a ghost or whatever it may be isn't proof to anybody except the person who had that experience. And, you know, then I jump into the, the analytical side and say, however, understanding psychology and physiology, there are so many other things that can cause that experience that without some sort of proof, it's nothing more than a personal experience, which isn't bad. Personal experiences are really cool, but I can't take personal experience, you know, to Harvard and say, it, you know, I need to write a law about this because the aliens are here. I can't tell you to, you know, go to Harvard and say, make me a law that it shows that the extraterrestrials are here and we need some sort of protection because it just doesn't work that way. We need hard proof. We're going to have some hard proof right now, but not about UFOs. More to come with Brian, Gene, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. 
for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, simulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. The problem, Brian Bonner, with UFOs, as you realize, is that we're dealing with random, unpredictable events. Exactly. And it's not something you can go into a laboratory and reproduce it. Right. Now, let's assume... Let's let's go completely on the absolute believer side. Let's assume that extraterrestrials are here. I'm not going to say they're real because I'm 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 with you guys. They have to be real. There's there's too much time and space out there for something else to not have popped up. But if they're here, you would think in the like you said a couple thousand years something would have been left behind. We need that physical proof. And extraterrestrials are one of the few things, you know, with ghosts, you can't come up with tangible proof. I can't take a ghost into the lab. However, with UFOs, there has to be some sort of a physical piece of a UFO, or like I said earlier, even a body. But... Well, why, though? I mean, there is proof takes different forms. So subjective evidence isn't not valid. It's not 
something that you can simply write off as meaningless. And it is used in the scientific field on a regular basis, particularly in medicine, where when a particular kind of medicine is administered to a patient, they will take it for so much time and they will be asked how it makes them feel. And that particular evidence is used to decide on whether or not that medication will pass their tests. And additionally, part of the scientific method is observation. We understand how we see things really well. Generally speaking, we don't see things unless there is something there to see. We understand how optics works, how the eye works, how our sensory receptors work. And all of those can be explained scientifically. If we're talking about UFOs and seeing a UFO, there's nothing unscientific in principle about the idea of interstellar travel and beings coming here in some sort of craft. So this is an, an entirely different sort of subject than, say, something like ghosts, which really there is no logical way to say that that's even possible. So what about this idea that, well, at least some things in the paranormal are possible and more reasonable to believe than other things because some things just aren't possible to begin with? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Now, I will say over the years, the one thing I have noticed is if you take away the 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 cognitive bias that people have from usually their culture you know are they expecting a ghost or are they expecting an alien and if you look at these cases a lot of the times barring seeing a ufo the symptoms or the whatever it is that you would like to call it that are happening are very similar to each other you know i could tell you about several ghost cases that it could boil down to being UFO if you well, thought it let's, was UFO. Let, let's do that. Let's talk about one of those. I'd love to hear one of those. Strange lights coming in the windows. Think objects moving around by themselves. Have you got a particular case you can outline for us? I, I'm kind of giving you some uh, like group answers here. Yeah. Um, okay. But, well, we can stick to you know just. Well, yeah, and that's the, that's kind the of general crazy. principle, but sometimes it's nice to hear a story too, right? And you know, we've had a lot of people who have, we'll say, what appear to be electrical problems. So you know, we've had houses that lights are turning on and off by themselves. One house we had not only lights turning on and off by themselves, but what appeared to be doorknobs shaking but they didn't know what was on the other side because they were too terrified to look. So there may have been something in the house, things disappearing and reappearing at later times, the sounds of things running around in the house. And, you know, if you look at this and go, we have ghosts, you could definitely say, you know, this meets all the criteria for being a haunting, but you can also say we have aliens and it's just as likely. Or is it? That's the thing that I was just trying to get at earlier is like, okay, well, aliens. Yeah, it could be because there's really nothing that we can say that is 
implausible or impossible about the idea that aliens could be visiting our world. Alien visitation is entirely within the realm of scientific possibility. Life after death, not so much. Not so possible, right. Now, if you take things into con- consideration, I'll, I'll wave the, Dw- the Drake equation around here for a second. Uh in the amount of time that we, and we're using numbers that we have, so there's a lot of really bad variables in there, uh, but given what we know and what we know about how long it takes for life to get to what we would assume to be the ability of interstellar travel, there just hasn't been enough time. And the other question, and you kind of nailed it earlier, if they were to, ex- I mean, the amount of energy that would need to be expended to get here, and yes, I mean energy, the technology that would be required, unless it's something that's completely outside of our mindset, would be astronomical. You know, that's one of the reasons that a lot of the scientists are saying the first thing we encounter would probably be more likely a robotic type thing because they would be able to take the time to get here so yeah there's some assumptions there and right. it depends on how far away they are exactly. I mean, they did have the orion project that they uh, had conceived of that could have been built by now if they'd started back in the 60s when they first conceived of it that would get it get us to our nearest star system which is proxima like gene you mentioned that earlier and they have found that there are planets there now. So we don't know if any life exists on them, but that's only 4.2 light years at half the speed of light even, which is still really fast for us. But I mean, even at half the speed, that's only eight years. That's well within the lifespan of a human. Well, and the question is... So it's not that impossible. No, but if they are visiting, why... Don't we know more about it? Why haven't, I mean, you can go into government cover-ups and things like that. But, I mean, realistically, why isn't it earth-shattering news that they're here? Why doesn't everybody realize it? Why does it seem to be taken as more of a fringe science? Well, the U.S. Navy's not taking it as a fringe science anymore. Well, you know, that's one of the things I'm finding interesting. Over the past probably 10 years, a lot of governments have been releasing their their UFO files. But even with what they have, there's nothing conclusive. I mean, everybody starts going crazy, going, hey, they're finally releasing their information. And even when they do, there's nothing absolutely earth-shattering. I mean, there's some cool things and things that we might we can look at and try and figure out what they may be, but everybody treats it like they're going to you know, wheel out an alien for us, and it just doesn't happen. And it may not happen. That's a possibility, I, I, too. Part of, despite the fact that I am one of those believers, uh, not simply from my own personal experience, but from all of the research I've done and looking at it from a critical thinking perspective, I just think it's way too unreasonable to think that it's not happening. By the way, you know what's going to happen? 
Brian Bonner is going to hang with us after the show to do after the Paracast, which is available to subscribers to the Paracast Plus. Friendly skeptic Brian Bonner joining Gene and Randall means you're in the Paracast. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Today, many of us are paying attention to our health, and what we eat plays an important role. But so often, the water we drink is a mere afterthought when it should be a primary part of our daily nutrition. Real Water would like to change how you think about the water you drink and how it can play an important role in helping your body restore balance and reach its full potential. The key benefits of every bottle of Real Water are stabilized negative ions, balanced pH, detoxification, and it hydrates you like never before. And yes, it tastes great. Real Water is beyond alkalinity, and due to its proprietary process called E2 Technology, it's the only drinking water on the market that can maintain a stable negative ionization, which means real science in every bottle. Order your real water today and take advantage of special pricing for this audience only by calling 1-855-REALWTR or visiting buyrealwaternow.com. That's 1-855-REALWTR or buyrealwaternow.com. Order now, 1-855-REALWTR or buyrealwaternow.com. We've all seen and perhaps use the alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Have you noticed how it dries your skin and as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective? GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Come to GCNteam.com keyword antibacterial or call 877-878-4203. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management.
Management Hotline now. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Let's continue as Randall asks a question of Brian Bonner. Go ahead, please. So given that I, as a believer believe that it is happening, or at least has happened in the past, I don't know that today, right now as we speak, it's happening. For all I know, the best cases happened back in the 60s and 50s, when people were tracking them on radar and radar visual. We had pilots that see them, chase them, while two radar stations are tracking them simultaneously while people are watching them with binoculars from the tower. That's good enough for me that they're there. This is no longer any question of some kind of hallucination or misperception or something like that. I think that for sure they've been here, but who's to say that they're still here? Well, we just don't know. What you're describing there has always been a, a a thing that I've talked to people about with the definition of UFO. What you were describing is truly a UFO, unidentified. People jump to the conclusion of, if I don't know what it is, it must be X. And to say that we have seen things heard things, tracked things, whatever it may be, that we don't know what they are, either because of conditions, because it was something that we don't know, whatever it may be, absolutely. But in order to be you know, accepted as extraterrestrials, for example, you need more than that. And I'll be the first person to say, do I think extraterrestrials exist? They have to. Could they be coming here? Possibly, but I would think that, you know, A, we would have more physical evidence. But, you know, going back to what you said, if they were here, why would they stop? Other than they just found us not that interesting and moved on. And that is a real possibility. Or maybe they left some automated probe type ships here and their mothership is long gone. I mean, they don't necessarily have to come from another star system right away. Maybe their star system went Nova a hundred million years ago and they're just roaming the galaxy as space nomads in big motherships and happen to stop off at the odd planet now and then. And we just happen to get visited and now they're gone. Well, and especially even 70 years ago, I, you know, our technology has increased so much over those years that 
we may have, even more so than we would be now, be considered absolutely insignificant. So is it possible? Sure. But the the scientific world, the the people that you know are gonna write the history books to say this is what happened need more. It's just like I was saying with ghostly experiences. If you have that personal experience, hold on to it, because that's a really cool experience to have. But you can't prove or disprove those. Well, now we're back to proof again, though. Yeah, I mean, well, really, all, all proof is is evidence sufficient to justify belief in a claim. Exactly. So some some, you know, for some people, you need X type of evidence and X amount of it. And for other people, you need X amount of a different type of evidence. Right. And, and so uh, it, it becomes a question of which one carries the most weight. And so we need to put the, these things in perspective. I think there is a hierarchy of reasonableness when it comes to explanations. You know, well, like maybe none of them are right, but some of them are more likely to be more right than others. And some of them are probably just completely wrong because, as I we was saying before, they, they just aren't possible in the way we normally think of them. Exactly. But at the same time, given our limited understanding of pretty much everything, it's hard to say what is and what isn't probable. I mean, is it likely? Probably not. But is it possible? Is it probable? Maybe. As we evolve, as our science moves forward, we're discovering things that would have sounded like absolute magic 50 years ago. But how, how do we use this to to investigate? How do we use this to look at the claims? And, you know, that's really where we need to start looking. What do we consider evidence? And... You know, what's the difference between evidence and a belief system or just a belief? Is it okay to believe in ghosts? Sure, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Is it okay to not believe in ghosts? Same answer. Well, I guess, see, there we go. We have to define, like what you were saying about UFOs, the definition of UFO. This drives me totally nuts because what most people think of it as uh, the definition is totally not what it is when you actually look at the field itself and how it was defined by the United States Air Force. We've got a very clear definition there that adds up to it can't really be anything else but an alien craft. Ghosts, on the other hand, uh, what exactly are we talking about there? Are we assuming uh, the some sort of life essence of a formerly... Living, exactly. physical human being? Well, my question with the, the UFO thing is jumping from the conclusion of I don't know what it is to it has to be extraterrestrial. Yeah. No, that's there, way too big. That right. is a big jump. Yeah. Just because something is outside of our understanding. Like I say, 50 years ago, hand somebody a cell phone and tell them that they need to surf the Internet with it. It's just not in their mindset. So are we seeing something that's naturally occurring and we just don't understand what it is? It's outside of our current knowledge or, you know, the other possibilities of, you know, is it a spaceship? Is it something interdimensional? Is it something, you know, there, there's so many other 
yeah, I'll use the word sciency possibilities. Well, where do you stand on the whole interdimensional thing? There's another one that drives me nuts where people say, oh, it's from another dimension. Well, and and I, they I, use that just like quantum. It's just like another buzzword that I don't think people really get. Well, they don't. I mean, and the example I'll use for that, and you know, I, I use the multidimensional because it's kind of a, like you say, it's a generic answer. But, you know, a good example, something that is you know, a 4D object, you're only going to be able to see a shadow of it, for example. So could something, you know, be bouncing around completely physical between, quote, dimensions? Probably not, because it breaks the laws of physics. But then I have to go back to it breaks the laws of physics as we know them. So that's the part of staying open to all reasonably, you know, reasonable explanations. Wow, because now you're being um, more open than I would, because I would shut the door on some of these things at a certain point. Like well, when we talk, have- when we start talking about 4D, for example. Let's do our break here, guys. We'll get back to it. More to come with Gene, Randall, and Brian. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNlife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNlife.com or 844-443-6637. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump's negotiators have been working with Congress after talks with lawmakers over a massive COVID-19 bill collapsed again. President Trump says things are finally coming together. Could be by uh, the end of the week. They're being drawn by the lawyers right now. They work very nicely. Uh, It would be nice to be able to do it with the Democrats. He says he has executive orders ready to go to address evictions and unemployment insurance, as well as student loans. Democratic leaders say executive orders are insufficient in meeting the needs of the pandemic. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. It doesn't cover opening of schools. It doesn't cover testing. It doesn't cover dealing with rental assistance. It doesn't cover elections. It doesn't cover so many things. There's a long list I could go on and on and on. This is USA Radio News. Crews have recovered the remains of seven Marines and one sailor who died more than a week ago when their amphibious assault vehicle sank off the coast of California. 
The 15th Marine Expedition Unit said late on Friday that bodies would be transported to the Dover Air Force Base in Delaware. At that point, they'll be released to their families. Sixteen service members were on board the vessel when it sank July 30th near the coast of San Clemente Island. The body of Lance Corporal Guillermo Perez was immediately recovered. Seven other people survived. Officials discovered the sunken AAV and the bodies during a search on Tuesday. The Marines were investigating the cause of the sinking. Heat and humidity that are building across much of the plains and Midwest are fuel for thunderstorms that will be developing this weekend. Thunderstorms rolled across the upper Midwest on Friday, bringing heavy rain and locally strong winds to places like Duluth, Minnesota. You're listening to USA Radio. Hey folks, Tom D for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, ghosts, zombies, UFOs, crop circles, and more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people who seek a little more than the other dating services offer. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and you want to connect with others, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. So many people want to share their experiences with the paranormal, the afterlife, the unusual, and this is the place to meet and share common interests with those of like minds. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word GEORGE and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like. This is me, the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Exactly according to my plan. I know we can spend weeks on interdimensional stuff, but until we can really prove that E.T. really comes from the 97th dimension or Earth 43. Earth 43, that's a good one, isn't it? Isn't it, Brian Bonner? Maybe UFOs come from Earth 43? I would think it would be 42, but yeah. Kind of where I was headed with this is we've had a lot of cases that, looking at the explanations and where I was headed with, we need to be able to be open to different explanations we have had several cases over the years that you know meet the criteria for ghostly phenomenon kind of like you pointed out that's kind of a hard pill to swallow however what's causing that you know there's a lot of people out there that are having these experiences so just because it's something that's highly improbable something has to be happening that's causing these people to report these things happening So we need to look at other explanations. And we have found a lot of different causes for different cases. I'll I'll give you some examples. We had a woman who thought that she had an invisible cat that visited her on a nightly basis. She told us about how it would come up and it would curl up at the top of her head. And she would play with this cat all the time. That's intriguing to me. If there's a phantom cat at the house, I want to see it. So we set up all of our cameras and looked around and got everything ready to go, told her to go to her usual bed routine, and she went in and laid down, and we went in and immediately looked at the pharmacy that she kept in her medicine cabinet, which turned out to be an absolute cocktail of some amazing pharmaceuticals. 
she laid down and didn't move the entire night. It sounds kind of creepy, but I've watched a lot of people sleep over the years. And people roll around. They move. They get up. They go to the bathroom. There's a lot of activity from people during the night. She didn't move one muscle until the morning. And then she got up and told us about all of the things that had happened that night. She got up. She was annoyed by the invisible cat that was with her. It definitely came down to the the cocktail of medications that she was on. But we've had other people that have other experiences. We've had, you know, the a case where there were two very elderly women who were having experiences of what one of them referred to as giant, like, basically bugs wandering through the house. We kind of rolled it down to an extremely high electromagnetic source that we ran some experiments on them, and it sounds horrible, but we did. And we determined that with this source turned on, every evening they were just terrified of things that were wandering around the house. We shut down the source, and they were perfectly fine. So there was something that was taking their well into their 90s brains and causing some problems. What was this source? Uh, The source was a very, very badly constructed CPAP machine. And we discovered that in order to get around the Underwriter Laboratory's certification on part of it, they only switched the low voltage side. So it was always on. Even when they turned it off, the high voltage side stayed on. And you could take an EMF meter at the other side of the house and it would spike because of the field it was throwing off. And I said, you know, just on a whim, let's try this. So I asked them, we're going to run an experiment. I said, the first night... And, you know, admittedly, this was to older women, so I put a little power strip on the CPAP machine, and I said, the first night, I want you to just do like you normally would, leave this on, and kind of set up the conditions like it was when they were having these experiences. I said, and regardless of what happens, don't worry about it, but report back to me. I said, the second night, what I want you to do is... Turn off the power strip that's going to this CPAP machine. And I looked at the one and I said, but don't kill your sister, you know, if she's having breathing problems. Right. These are machines that help to give a positive air pressure for people with something like sleep apnea, for example, to help them breathe. They typically wear a little mask or a nose piece that has air coming out of it that keeps them from uh, stopping breathing. Right. So what we ended up doing was... Like I say, we put a power strip on it, which would make it easier for these two women to shut off. And I said, the second night, everything's the same. Just turn that off. We went back a couple days later and ready for the reports. And they said that the first night was one of the worst nights that they'd ever had. It was just horrifying. All the things that were wandering around the house and the sounds, you know, just all these things going on. I said, how was the second night? They said, we haven't slept that well in months. Well, I asked him, I said, how long have you been having these experiences? And it had been just a few months. And I said, how long have you had this this device? And they said, well, about the same amount of time. And I said, okay, what I want you to do is call up your insurance company tomorrow morning and tell them that this device is way too loud and it's keeping you up at night and you need a different model. 
And she says, well, why don't I tell them that it's, you know, cause I said, we don't need to tell your insurance company and your doctor that it's making this <laughs> ghost because both yeah. of us will be in the office at that point. Uh-huh. But they did. And it went away. That's got to make you feel really good when you can help someone like that. Well, and that's the thing. We've had a lot of cases where we've been able to help people understand even what they're misperceiving. We had one case, I I don't know if I've told you about it before, that we referred to as the toilet ghost. Because when they first contacted us, they were absolutely freaked out because in the middle of the night, their toilet would flush. Oh, no, this one is new. I did do remember another one, I think. Now, here we go with the brain memory test. I'm pretty sure it was another EM case where someone was really in close proximity to, uh, I think it was a cell tower. Yeah, that was us. That was a different case. Yeah. Okay. But the mystery toilet one, this is brand new. So let's hear that. Well, and this one's full of all sorts of absolutely fun ones. So it's, it's a great story. So when they said that they had a toilet flushing in the middle of the night, I said, do you have any food coloring? She says, yeah. I said, I want you to grab the food coloring and go over to your toilet. And I want you to put a few drops of that food coloring in the tank and call me back in about 20 minutes. Don't flush it. So she calls me back and I said, look in the bowl. What do you see? And she's like, a big swirl. I said, you have a leaky seal in the toilet. And as it's slowly draining off the water, eventually it gets to a low level, flushes, and then refills. That's not a ghost. Uh-huh. However, she said, we have all sorts of other things going on. And that's what got my interest. Okay. They had the sounds of footsteps running up and down the main hall. They had a lamp that the shade in the evening when they were all watching TV would occasionally tilt by itself. They had a little girl that was really just freaked out about the house in general. One of the daughters said that whenever they took, she took their dog out, which was a small dog, for a walk, uh, you know, to do its little restroom break in the middle of the night, she always felt that there was something following her. And also in the parents' bedroom, they said that they heard voices coming from their private bathroom in the middle of the night. This was just some of the things that were going on in there. No other, and this is one of the important things, no other paranormal team had gone in there, which meant they hadn't been able to, you know, embed an opinion of something else might be happening. Because we've had that happen where we've come up with an explanation, but every other paranormal team in the world had been in there and told them that there were demons. And once you've done that, you can't do that. Right. Yeah. So we started looking at the house and there were a few things. I got the family together in the living room where they were having this lamp shift. And I said, okay, just watch TV and go about your regular thing. And first of all, they immediately turned on a paranormal reality TV show. (laughs) because they explain everything well and i found out a lot of people that call us they they thrive on watching these so i said first of all i never want you to watch these again let's do our break right there never want to see this again but you want to hear this first more to come with gene randall brian you're in the paracast for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. Silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at Silverlungs.com. That's Silverlungs.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, Medicaid, or have private insurance, you may qualify for a new continuous glucose monitor. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM can automatically and easily help you manage your diabetes more effectively. And by using a CGM, you can eliminate the one thing most people with diabetes dislike the most, finger sticks. Now you can automatically manage your diabetes and end the painful finger sticks. Solara Medical Supplies makes it simple for you to have a new CGM. We'll do all the insurance paperwork for you and deliver the newest in diabetic care technology right to your door. Take charge of your diabetes today with the help of a new continuous glucose monitor. Call now to learn more. 800-547-5331. 800-547-5331. That's 800-547-5331. Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Amazon customer, 5 out of 5 stars. I'm quite happy about it. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Dr. Sam Surreal. Good product and ingredients. Kept my blood pressure normal after mild heart attack in 2015. Switched to plant-based diet also to reverse atherosclerosis. John Bispico's. Five out of five stars. Built up my immune system. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. 
Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal. And you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Brian Bonner, you never want to see this again, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, they're watching these paranormal shows, and I'm like, these are only adding to your your psychological problems. So stop watching paranormal television. But as we were talking and, you know, just kind of doing our thing, this lampshade tilts. So I walked over and readjusted it. And I'd been kind of observing what people were doing in the house. And one of them had gotten up and walked to the other side of the room to get something. I don't remember exactly what it was. And I realized that this is a wood floor. So I had them retrace their steps, and right when they hit one specific spot on the floor, it was enough that on the other side of the room, that floorboard moved. It was <laughs> enough of a vibration, it tilted the stupid lampshade. Uh-huh. So that's one of them, but we've got to keep looking at these. So we went into the parents' bedroom. I actually sat in the bathroom. I have spent more time sitting in bathrooms listening for ghosts <laughs> in my life. It, if it's a commercial establishment, it's always the women's restroom that's haunted. Oh, Don't okay. know why. You get women's washroom privileges. Very uh, interesting. I have many a time. I always tell people, if you know we're there, check for cameras. before. And you, you can take a camera, right? Exactly. Okay. So Anyway, <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going with that, but please continue. So... I sat on the bathroom floor for quite a while, and they had water heat. So there was this big radiator in the bathroom, because it was kind of at the farthest end of the building when it came to the heat. And there was a relief valve that whenever the water would heat and go through the system, the relief valve would let off a little, little tiny bit of steam. And it sounded just like a conversation at a distance. It sounded like people talking. And we've had a few cases of that. We actually had one that there was a rumor of people singing at the location. And they had a big industrial radiator. It was making enough sound that it sounded like a group of people singing. So, okay, we've got an answer for that one. Later on, we heard these what sounded like footsteps running down the hall. And it did. It sounded just like footsteps. Well, we went into the crawl space under the house. And like I said, they had water, steam heat. And the main feed and return off of their heater was sitting on top of the floor joists, not connected to anything. It was just resting on the wood. So whenever there was a pressure change... You know, imagine a, a rope. If you shake it at one end, how you get that waveform. Right, it was yeah. kind of doing the same thing where it would thump sequentially down the hallway. It sounded just like footsteps. There'd just be this thump, 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 <laughs> thump. Check thump, another thump. one off the list. Okay. Right, so so now are, are they now getting ready to fire you because they, you know, they're turning out to be everything normal? Or are they kind of like, huh, oh, okay, great, you know? Because they hadn't been tainted by listening to another paranormal team coming in telling them that they had ghosts, they were very perceptive. 
Now, the last one was the, you know, the daughter saying that she felt that there was something following her around outside of the house. Well, if you've ever done any kind of paranormal investigation, you know it's really boring most of the time. So we decided to take a break, and two of us went outside, just kind of walk around, stretch out. And it was in a rural enough area that there was no man-made lighting. It was just pitch dark outside. You know, you, wonderful star view, basically. But we made it to the end of the driveway, and when we stopped, I heard something growling. And then from the other side of the driveway, I heard growling. Oh, that could be unnerving and pitch black. Well, it's in an area that's very overrun with coyotes. So they were there and they were surrounding us. Thankfully, having grown up around that sort of a thing, basically, you just have to assert your dominance and yell at them and they'll run. And then you do the same thing and get back into the house. So I had to go explain to this little girl that she needed to stop taking her little, basically, bite-sized dog out on walks after dark because there was something following her. Yes. I mean, there absolutely was, but it just wanted to eat the dog. It wasn't a ghost. Nasty. And in talking to these people, there were a few more things going on that, you know, we, we explained the same way. But after all was said and done, this family was absolutely grateful for having us come in and just explain it. They're like, thank you so much, because we thought we had ghosts. And it's so nice to be able to go in and... The one thing that I think affects people who believe that they're having a paranormal experience more than anything else is the self or is the sense of loss of control of their own lives. The one thing that humans really rely on is being able to control your surroundings, being able to control what's happening, which currently is why a lot of people are having problems because they feel out of control. And when something is happening inside of your own home that you don't understand, it's devastating, especially when they have children, because they can't they can't save their children. They can't help their children with what's going on because it's as foreign to them as it is to the kids. So by being able to go in and say, "Okay, this is, you know, the the likely explanation of what's going on, you give them that control back and. They love it. The problem that you run into is a lot of people who have believed that they have some type of paranormal event going on kind of have a, quote, pet ghost at some point. It's become their friend. Sometimes, and we've discovered this, it's become their only friend. And... You cannot go in and tell somebody who believes that they have their friendly ghost at their house that it's a noisy pipe. Well, you see here, we need Casper, the friendly ghost here. But also, isn't having a ghost kind of a badge of honor? Not having had a ghost. And one hopes that the place in which I live, which is a 20 or 30 year old apartment complex, will not have any ghosts here. I really don't want any. It is something you could use for your boasting rights. Hey, I got a ghost here. Look at this. 
Well, it depends on the perspective. You know, that's one of the things that when we first got into this whole paranormal thing, uh, a ghost at your business was a bad thing. If you had ghost stories, you had customers that wouldn't come in. Now, if you have a bed and breakfast that isn't haunted, you're not getting any business. So things have completely turned around. And it really depends on the mindset of the people who are having the experiences. You know, if you have people that are just... You know, not threatened by it. They they do. They take on that. It, it's okay. Just you know, tell me I have a ghost to confirm it. But then you have other people. You know, we've encountered a lot of people from various religions who were very very you know strict in their beliefs. So anything that was in the house had to be malevolent because there's no such thing as a good ghost it's only a demon and that's a hard mindset to deal with if you're trying to go in and critically analyze things and over the years the problem that i'm seeing is because of the prevalence of the interest in paranormal uh people are using the the devil made me do it syndrome where if there's any kind of family issues, anything ranging from, you know, mild arguing to downright spousal or child abuse, they use it as an excuse to do whatever it is they're doing. And that's one reason we've become so selective in cases that we'll take is because of that increase in that type of case. We've had so many different ones where... You know, it's like you go into the house, there's holes punched in the walls, there's somebody wearing a cast, and it's like, what happened? Well, I was possessed the other night and punched my wife. It's like, this, no. this by the way, almost sounds like an episode of Law & Order SVU <laughs> that we're talking well, about here, and maybe they're going to steal this as a plot, so Dick Wolf needs to send us a check. He's the right. producer of the show, in case you wonder. <laughs> Brian Bonner, Gene Steinberg, J. Randall Murphy, you're in. Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. 
What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Now, abuse of some kind may often or occasionally be used as an excuse for UFO abduction. Somebody is sexually abused, they say E.T. did it. Isn't that correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that it's easier to blame anything else than it is yourself. That's human nature. And what happens is if somebody gets caught, they, I mean, they will jump to the strangest explanations. We had one house that, I mean, there was obviously child abuse going on. We finally ended up getting law enforcement. But there's always a possibility of other things, too. You know, for example, the house I'm talking about, we said, okay, well, you know, we know this is going on. Is there any other issues we may need to know about the house? And they're like, well, there used to be a meth dealer in the house, and he used to store it here. We used to have hundreds of pounds of meth sitting in the house all the time. And it's like, well, you know, that would have been something interesting to bring up at the beginning of this. (laughs) So we understood that there was a possibility that everybody was slightly methed out when this was happening, too. But they were blaming the demons, Literally. In fact, one woman said that she'd actually been accosted by a, a demon. When you actually talk to them about it, it kind of falls apart. But people do everything they can to not take fault of their own. Deflect. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting that you should say that. Now, we were talking a little bit about this just prior to the show. Academics like, say, David Halperin, who we've had on as a guest more than once, has suggested that some of these phenomena are the result of human discord, just like you're saying, that affects – now, this is going out out into the fringe a bit – that affects the collective consciousness in a way that it manifests them in a subjective rather than objective manner. So, he tends to associate conflict – and times of turmoil and strife with the prevalence of these phenomena. Have you seen an increase in paranormal activity during this pandemic? Well, and I think that you may have hit a nail on the head there that the stress is high. People tend to fall back on their cultural beliefs, their cultural biases. And 
right now, especially here, the beliefs are in all things paranormal. So, as people have been locked down, not allowed to do things, lose control of their lives, uh, have I seen an increase in claimed paranormal activity? Yes. But the bulk of the activity has been extremely explainable. Uh, right. So you I, have I people a, say, for example, okay, so more people are watching Netflix or television and they're turning on these paranormal shows. More people are actually doing alcohol or drugs. I know that in British Columbia, the deaths from overdoses actually exceeded those from COVID-19 because people couldn't get their usual supply because of the way that the roots that right. normally bring them in are all closed down. And so, yeah, if you put all these things together, along with the general angst and frustration of being cooped up with people that you need a break from now and then, I can see how there's definitely ripe ground for people to need something to deflect on. Well, absolutely. And I mean, you also have to take into the consideration of if you take somebody and lock them in one specific place for a long period of time, uh, they start noticing things that they never would have before. goes back to that answer of why do people only report ghostly activity at their house at night? Because they're only at home at night to notice things that are going on, whatever they are. Well, now... People are at home all the time. So we're starting to get people saying, you know, during the day, this happened. How do you explain it? Like, well, six months ago, you weren't at home during the day. So if there were any noises, now you don't know what those noises are associated with because it's not something you're familiar with. So you need to be able to look at those before you jump to the conclusion of, you know, ghost, demon, whatever it may be, and say, hey... What in my house could be making that noise? Especially if you kick the wall on it a couple of times in frustration. Exactly. And, you know, one quick one that'll kind of show you how the cultural explosion of, of paranormal beliefs has taken over. I may have told you this one before. We went to a house that there was, they were claiming there was a demon in the house, which isn't that uncommon to say. And when we got there, it was a woman and her young son. And she starts talking about all this activity. And I, I said, can we stop for a second? I said, should he really be here for this? He's younger. He's probably really easy to be influenced. And, you know, we don't want to give this poor kid nightmares. And she's like, oh, no, no, he's at the center of it. And oh, I'm like, great. I'm oh. like, what do you mean? And she says, it lives in his room. And I said, what does? And she says, have you ever watched the show Paranormal State? And I said, unfortunately, I've seen a couple of episodes. Why? And she said, you know, the demon that follows the lead investigator around. I said, yeah, his name's Belial. What about him? And she said, that's what's in his bedroom. I said, you guys watch every paranormal TV show that's out, don't you? And they're like, oh, we love that stuff. <laughs> and I said, well, here's the deal. Go outside, read a book, 
play some games, stay away from the paranormal stuff. There's no demon in your kid's room. You guys are just freaking yourselves out. And she did not like that answer. I think. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. <laughs> I, I think eventually she took on to it anyway and it worked. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's the thing is people believe so much in, you know, it, it's that cultural thing. And it really depends on, you know, what your mindset is, too, because. I like to think I'm not as influenced by that sort of thing. I mean, I watch horror movies constantly. I read about the paranormal. I watch paranormal, you know, documentaries and TV shows. And, you know, whenever something falls off the wall or I see something out of the corner of my eye, I still don't jump to the conclusion that it's a demon coming to get me. I come to the conclusion of, gee, I wonder what that was. I'm going to go find out. And that is as it should be. Uh, I have a couple of questions for you, just, uh, you know, seeing as we've got you on and you're the expert on uh, things that happen and explaining them. Uh, Now, okay, these are some weird little things that have been happening to me lately. I've gone through a long period here where uh, nothing at all has happened. So recently, all of a sudden, I'm driving along and my car headlights just go off completely. Fortunately, there was some street lamps and I could see where I was on the road. They just stopped working. Then they came back on. I don't know how to explain it. Then the car volume control and my radio stops working. I get home and I'm thinking, well, that's kind of weird, but it's probably just some malfunction in the auto electric. That can be a nightmare as it is. But then my touch lamps in my house start coming on and activating all by themselves. So I'm like, oh, not this again, because, uh, you know, there's this whole cult of people who think that touch lamps are somehow, you know, methods of communicating with the afterworld. Yeah. So I get up and I, I... go outside my room and I look into where my computer room is and all of a sudden my PC wakes up out of sleep all by itself. Well, you know what? With a Windows <laughs> PC, you can expect anything. That's why some of us use Macs. It's a little more predictable. I'll have to ask you about the touch lights, though. That is an alien world. I need a further explanation before I hear Brian's explanation. But to do that, we've got to pause. The pause that refreshes. Brian, Gene, and Randall, you're in. The Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Survival food alert and a quick heads up. In an emergency situation, there may be a time you need to have an easy-to-transport, easy-to-conceal, almost 
perfect food to survive. You'd want a food that is so nutritionally dense that a couple of tablespoons per day is all you need to live on. And by that, I mean truly living well, staying smart, even strong for extended periods of time. So if you're looking for a standalone, super dense, superfood, or you'd just like to protein up your own food supplies, check this out. This superfood has 58 times the bioavailable iron of spinach, chock full of B vitamins, twice the chlorophyll of wheatgrass, 25 times the antioxidant power of carrots. And the phenolic phytonutrient compounds? Well, 31 times more than blueberries, a whopping 700 times more than apples. Go to bluegreenbooster.com, bluegreenbooster.com. Get maximum nutrition with minimum weight and bulk. Bluegreenbooster.com. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi. I'm Jamel Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to TeamGaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's TeamGaday.com with Longevity. TeamGaday.com. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We never allow refreshments here. We've had a couple of guests who decided to have refreshments. But Randall, explain this. What is this touch light you're talking about? Okay, touch lamps. And this this is the one I was going to ask specifically, because I think, you know, maybe I walked and maybe like, you know, your example with I've got hardwood, maybe there was some vibration came along when under the table caused, but actually my mouse doesn't actually activate it. So because it's a laser mouse and the light is off, the only way to activate it is to press one of the buttons. You actually, it has to be a physical button that you touch and press. So I'm, I'm still not sure how my, why my PC turned on. 
but the touch lamps, they're kind of interesting because you know what they are. They're usually a brass type lamp and you they're dimmable by just touching them once they come on. You touch them again, they brighten up, touch them again, they brighten up some more, touch them one more time and they go off. Oh, I really need that. Let me go out and buy a couple. Oh, they're really great. I love them, uh, except for every once in a while, they will come on by themselves for I don't know why. Do you know why they do that, Brian? I, I can give you a real uh, uh, high-level explanation of that is the way that those things work, if there's any variance in the power coming to them, both in the voltage and or the quality of the power that's coming to them, they can turn on, off, up, down pretty easily. It's a kind of a, a common occurrence, which is why I think that they've been adopted by the, the paranormal types, because it's something that has a very random pattern to it. So the key here is that if something isn't perfect, it's paranormal. Exactly. Uh, are you guys familiar with the flashlight uh, communications that they were doing? I wouldn't. Let's hear. Let's let's talk about that. I, I suspect as much as well, Brian, to tell you the truth, that, you know, it's got to be something in the power delivery system or maybe it's some static and and well, something I, just jumped, you know, like, you know, I don't know for sure. But it, it just I've never really gotten to the bottom of it. And I do suspect it's something like that. But what what's this flashlight communication well, you're talking well, about? After the flashlight, I'll come back and give you a broader uh, explanation for the the whole thing. But with the flashlights, and this goes back quite a ways now, uh, the paranormal teams, what they would do is they would take a you know a little pen light type flashlight, like a mag light or something like that. And what you would do is you would unscrew the battery compartment in the back that's got the spring on it that touches the batteries just to the point the light would turn off and then you just a little bit tighten a little bit till it turns on and then you set it in the middle of the room and you ask questions just like you would you know a ouija board or an emf for oh okay no i've never heard of this this sounds like fun we'll have to do it at the next party oh it's it's a lot of fun (laughs) i actually broke down and i broke down and built a remote controlled one it was much easier oh okay You know, they'd sit there and ask questions, and the light would turn on. And you'd get that random turn on, and whatever the question was gives you that confirmation bias that, yeah, that's what it was. Well, what happens is a bad connection inside of an electrical device causes heat. And what would happen is that little spring, because it's connected, but it's not connected well, would heat up, and it would disconnect because it would tighten it. And as it cooled off and expanded, it makes that connection again. Wait a minute, doesn't it? That goes the other way. You got that backwards there, I think, unless I'm thinking of the engineering because heat expands and cold contracts. Right. right. Yeah. Well, basically, it's pulling that back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so based on the temperature of the room, if somebody's holding it, it randomly turns on and off. Just like a lot of other paranormal devices, they took something and broke it, and it didn't function as it was designed, therefore ghosts. It, okay. But it's, it's very popular, and 
That sounds like fun. This brings me to another thing that we have been we've touched on a couple of times in past shows fairly recently, and that's people getting phone calls on their cell phones from what they think is from the other side. And so I was asking questions or pointing out that, well, wait a minute, cell phones are digital technology. You can't get a message or a phone call on a cell phone unless that signal comes in in digital form. Now, what are we saying here? Are we saying that that ghosts from the 1800s have learned digital uh, technology and are, are able to hack cell phones now? Is that well, what we're saying? Because that's what would have to be the case if that's happening. You should remind our listeners that you brought this up when we had what, Rona Anderson? Was our yeah, guest maybe Leslie Kane too? I think, you know, a couple of times, right? Okay. And, and I found the explanation for a lot of this stuff is exactly like you're saying it. You know, these people will go to a you know quote ghost investigation and take a digital recorder, and while speaking to what they're assuming is a ghost at the location they'll say i want you to speak into the microphone or do you see the light flashing over there on this device and you know if this was truly a a deceased person like you say from the 1800s you're speaking french to them it makes no sense whatsoever so to expect them to Follow your instructions, number one, is a little bizarre, but number two, to understand the technology. It's just completely foreign to somebody. You know, I'll, I'll go back to an analogy that I did a little while ago that's kind of the same. Let's say you had a relative that died 35 years ago, and you're doing some sort of recording with a cell phone, and you say, there's a cell phone over there in the corner, go talk to it. It wouldn't know what a cell phone is. It wouldn't know how they work, where you talk, how you talk, why you're talking to it. So, you know, the the, the application of technology to things, assuming that, A, there's a ghost, and B, it would understand what that is, is just really, I don't know, unbelievable to me. Well, I mean, but, even if it does know what it is, it's still... It doesn't have See, a way to interact it, it, with Exactly. I mean, how do you get a digital electronic RF signal from you the don't. other from another realm when you don't have any cell phones in the other realm, unless there's cell phones in the other realm, in which case the other realm is exactly the same as this one. And somehow exactly. you could, you know. We're also dealing with unknowables here. We're dealing with the unknown that we have posited as being some kind of afterlife that perhaps doesn't have any technology of its own because how can it have a technology because it is the afterlife? If you get what I mean, we're basically making a theory that therefore has to be analog and anything involving digital support could not possibly work. But then we're, <laughs> well, we're assuming things above assumptions here. We're going to assume this right now. With Brian, Gene, and Randall, you're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. 
Visit GCNlive.com today. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. Silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at Silverlungs.com. That's Silverlungs.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump's negotiators have been working with Congress after talks with lawmakers over a massive COVID-19 bill collapsed again. President Trump says things are finally coming together. Could be by uh, the end of the week. They're being drawn by the lawyers right now. They work very nicely. Uh, It would be nice to be able to do it with the Democrats. He says he has executive orders ready to go to address evictions and unemployment insurance, as well as student loans. Democratic leaders say executive orders are insufficient in meeting the needs of the pandemic. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. It doesn't cover opening of schools. It doesn't cover testing. It doesn't cover dealing with rental assistance. It doesn't cover elections. It doesn't cover so many things. There's a long list. I could go on and on and on. This is USA Radio News. Crews have recovered the remains of seven Marines and one sailor who died more than a week ago when their amphibious assault vehicle sank off the coast of California. The 15th Marine Expedition Unit said late on Friday that bodies would be transported to the Dover Air Force Base in Delaware. At that point, they'll be released to their families. Sixteen service members were on board the vessel when it sank July 30th near the coast of San Clemente Island. The body of Lance Corporal Guillermo Perez was immediately recovered. Seven other people survived. Officials discovered the sunken AAV and the bodies during a search on Tuesday. The Marines were investigating the cause of the sinking. Heat and humidity that are building across much of the plains and Midwest are fuel for thunderstorms that will be developing this weekend. Thunderstorms rolled across the upper Midwest on Friday, bringing heavy rain and locally strong winds to places like Duluth, Minnesota. You're listening to USA Radio News. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's a clip from the Rachel Ray Show testing the results of Instantly Ageless. Board certified dermatologist, Dr. Whitney Bowe. If you're looking to try to turn back the clock on a budget, you know, in the privacy of your own home, but actually there's some recent technologies emerging, almost like changes the behavior of the skin while it sits on the skin. She went off to try a product called instantly ageless yeah instantly you could see a difference even the cameraman were like wow look at the difference yeah but i would definitely use this product this product 
within minutes of applying it, it was actually a very dramatic rejuvenation. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. So here, if we're talking about analog versus digital versus our world or our reality, such as it is, versus the afterlife, we're making assumptions of what the afterlife would be. Exactly. So that's why we get into this digital versus analog conundrum. Brian, what do you think? Well, a, a couple of things. First of all, we're assuming that digital is the end-all, be-all. And secondly, if there was an afterlife, I would hope that they had better technology than what we're currently at, because what we're at is moving fast. So, you know, one would assume. But Well, maybe it's all pure energy. It's the Q continuum. We die and we become Q. Yeah, it's a collective consciousness, and we all become one until we're reincarnated. Yeah. (sighs) How does a collective consciousness or unconsciousness know binary programming? You know, like, to me, this just does not add up. It makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, it doesn't. Unless we're dealing with something else. Let's suppose, just for the sake of argument, that this is actually happening now, and people are getting these mysterious messages on their phone, then that has to say something else about the phenomena than what people think it is. It's got to be something different. Well, and that kind of goes back to the, is something happening? Possibly. But... Do we know enough about it to put a label on it? No. We would be able to, yeah, in this case, with if we're talking digital technology, we're saying, yeah, we're talking digital communication. Right. That label we could use. We could go, we have it right here. Here's the evidence. It's digital communication. Right. Where it came from, I don't know. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying is you got to identify the source. Yeah, exactly. But one thing to step back and answer a question you asked a few minutes ago that's kind of been pounding around in the back of my head, you were talking about all of the uh, electrical phenomena that you've been witnessing. Oh, right. Oh. Now, now, for me, this is a bit of synchronicity, too, because nothing happens, and then all of a sudden, all this stuff, now, maybe it's all explainable, but then why does it happen all of a sudden? All I mean, I guess it's just sheer coincidence, right? Well, and what I was going to say is, I'll, I'll give you my example. In the past three months... I've had to replace a faucet on a sink, a shower head, a to- uh, rebuild a toilet. We've had lots of plumbing things that are completely <laughs> unrelated to each other, uh-huh. but they're all going at the same time. Right. So, not electrical, plumbing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I look at that one way, I can say, you know, it was time for them to go. And, you know, looking at it, I've probably been replacing things all the time. However, just like, you know, calling up a, 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 a 900 number psychic, you're only going to remember the hits. You're never going to remember the miss, uh, misses. We're always looking for those patterns. So when this bizarre pattern pops up and you go, hold on a minute, that just happened. And that just happened. You get this confirmation bias that it's all related. 
and it's probably <laughs> all just absolutely coincidental yeah. that it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of a story one of our well, guests once told on the Paracast. He's no longer with us, a guy named Jim Mosley. And he told this to me years ago and repeated it a couple of times on the show, where he's got a deck of cards in his hand and guessing what the next card will be. And then suddenly something occurs to him. Hey, I don't have to guess. I know. So for the next period of time, he was perfectly correct. And then that knowledge vanished. And he assumed that he had psychic powers for this few minutes. Of course, maybe he was just lucky and guessed the right number of cards after which, okay, well, that was nice while it lasted. It wasn't psychic. It was a matter of chance at some time. You're going to pick 10 cards in a row and get them right. Well, absolutely. And... Aren't you the least bit superstitious, Brian? I mean, uh, here, here. Okay, here's here's. I, I will I will let a black cat <laughs> walk across my path while I'm going under a ladder breaking a mirror. I'm okay with that. Okay, okay, but how about this though? Okay, so I'm uh, on my way to work, and on the news there is a story about a person who's just been decapitated because he filled up his uh, the tire on his truck with too much pressure. Uh, on his construction site uh, in order to carry a heavier load. So I go into work and my boss says to me, uh, we've got a really heavy transformer to bring in and uh, you need to put more air in the forklift tires in order to uh, be able to bring it in. And uh, I'm thinking, no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. See, that's now, am I being sense. superstitious or was the universe trying to tell me something? Um, you know what I would have done, Randall? I would have said, you know what? Why don't you do it? Oh, I almost got fired. I did say that. I was hauled in before the manager and everything, but they ultimately sided with me because it's a safety issue. And we're talking 100 pounds per square inch now already, you know, on a fairly large tire. Uh, another time. Uh, I was looking in the paper, just reading through the, the classifieds, which I enjoyed doing. And there was some uh, a complimentary parachuting lesson that included a free jump. And I on the on that same day, I'm driving along and I hear the story about how someone who went to one of those cl- classes, not for that particular one, it was down in the States, though, jumped and his parachute failed to open. Am I going to sign up for that class? Like right after, you know, one thing after the other. I like these are it's not just a black cat at this point. It's like you either get decapitated or you hit the ground at at about 120 miles an hour. Right. See, both of those are common sense explanations of you wanted to save yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Regardless if if you had a, a precursor story to that or not, it was in your best interest to not do either of them. Uh, but let, let me give you an example here, uh, and, and we'll go back to phones, but sure, back to old analog phones. So there were all the stories of people saying, I was thinking about my mother, and all of a sudden the phone rang, and it was her. Or I hadn't talked to my cousin in a couple of months, and the phone rang, and there yeah. they were on the phone. Yeah. 
Everybody's had that happen. Do you know how I've got times? one that's weird, okay? I've got the weird Jim Mosley story again. It's so sad he's been dead for like eight years now. And this is something we joke about, where he had a habit of calling people he claimed, and maybe he did once or twice for me, he would call people at random times, and when he called them, they were engaged in certain fun-filled acts. I'm waiting for a response to that one. Okay. Oh, we thought there was more coming, more detail. I think so, that's uh, sufficient <laughs> that he did that. And you know, I don't want to say he caught us in the act. Again, it may be a matter of predictability, you know, that the couple, you know, well, they get to sleep at nine o'clock. You figure by 930 they're having a bit of fun. And that's your assumption. And maybe that was it. He was trying to pretend, look, I have this power because I do it at random times, not being predictable about yeah, but, it. But that's the same thing, the isn't it? Kind of just adding a little bit of uh, more sensational sensationalism to it. Well, and the thing is, how many times has something like that happened where there was no reason to put anything together with it? So you just didn't bother to remember it. You know, how many times did your mother call you that you weren't thinking about it? My mother hardly ever called us after I was married. So, you know, I don't think there was anything involved there. I'm just thinking of people who called me frequently and there weren't that many. I mean, I'm basically a hermit. Most of the phone calls I get are business calls or as they call it at at and spam risk meaning oh, yeah. they are telemarketing calls or they are rejected completely. We're not going to reject this announcement, by the way. Brian Bonner, Gene Steinberg, Jay Marandall Murphy, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. 
Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. There's so much hand sanitizer on the market, but beware, not all hand sanitizers are created equal. That's why you want to use 2020 Safe Hand Sanitizer. You can trust the hand sanitizer on 2020safe.net to be made with the highest quality ingredients, American-made, with American ingredients, employing Americans. Log on now to 2020safe.net and order your one liter today. Normally $29.99, but reduced to $19.99. So hurry while supplies last and receive a bonus. That's right. You'll receive a 30-count bottle of Immune Booster, a $39.95 value, free, by using code GCN at checkout. Right now, click 2020safe.net. That's 2020safe.net to get our one-liter bottle of high-quality hand sanitizer with your free bonus. A 30-count bottle of Immune Booster, valued at $39.95. Remember to enter GCN at checkout. And the bonus is yours, free, 2020safe.net. Hello, this is John Burroughs, one of the witnesses to the Rendlesham UFO incident. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. You see, I am talking in a different voice. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with your television set. We are controlling transmission for one more segment. And then Brian Bonner will be right back. Randall, go ahead, please. Okay, here's one for you, though, on the phone thing. This has happened to me a number of times. I know what you're talking about, but here, here's one. And this has happened the other day. It's happened more than once. I don't know that it's repeatable. What happens is my lady friend, my girlfriend, she calls me from time to time. We live in separate locations. We've each got our own place. First of all, I've got all my ringers off so that I don't hear them ring. But I hear her voice, what I think is her voice. The phone isn't ringing. The light isn't on that indicates that it's ringing. I reach over, pick up the phone, and she's on the phone talking to me. How do you explain that? Two possibilities. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 
I mean, there's always the possibility. One of the things, and I, I find this in the, the ghost research a lot, people constantly listen for their own name to be called. Uh, you know, normally, if you hear somebody, they're saying, I always hear my voice being called. I always hear my name. Because we're conditioned to listen for our names. What's the first thing that ever happened? Your mother yelled at you and told you to come back to the house. So we've got that conditioning built in. Even with random noise, just listen to radio static. Listen to a TV at a distance and listen for your name. You'll hear it. So if your phone was even vibrating, it's putting off a little bit of noise. It might be enough that triggers you to say, I just heard something. And when you just hear something, your name by default is something that you're listening for. So you may perceive it as that. I know exactly what you're talking about with the random noise, because there's a fair bit of it around here. I'm very sensitive to sound because I muck around with home recording and, and such. And we've got right now a lot of construction going on. And I have my windows open. You can hear there's people down the street. So so when I when I heard what I thought was her voice, it wasn't like I could make anything specific. It was some kind of random noise. But. It sounded like she was talking to me from some distance. And I thought, well, I'll just pick up the phone. And there she was. Right. And this, yeah. this has happened a number of times now. This is just too frequent to just be pure chance, or, or is it? My suggestion uh, investigating it would be, I'm assuming that your phone is just on vibrate? Oh, no, this is a landline. This is a oh, regular old-fashioned... So shut down? This is a regular old-fashioned, it's tied to the wall, it's a hard line. I'd say crack open the phone and make sure that the bell, because it's probably actually got a physical bell in it. You know, it's, it's got the cell phone sound, it's not oh, the so bell. Oh, it's digital? Yeah, it, no, it's oh. not digital, but it's got a tone sound. You know, it doesn't have a, an old-fashioned bell. But you're absolutely right, there is one of my phones that that sound, actually, when it's ringing, even with the ringer off, it's very, very, very quiet. You can hear it when it's totally silent. Put a switch on that speaker wire. Well, there is one on most of them. And, I mean, I was too far away from the phone that has the defect to hear that. Never underestimate the distance of sound. You know, maybe. Maybe. It, it, It could be possible. You know, in some cases, she hasn't even heard my phone ring on her end. Yep. So, anyway... That's just one that's kind of weird. Here's another. I got to ask you about this. And this goes back to, and I wanted to bring up Michael Persinger because we're talking EM. Right. He's proven that people can be affected by EM without a doubt, I believe. Now, I'm not sure what you think of his research. I, but I like his research. With the research that we've done, we've actually documented, you know, like the two older women that I was talking about and a couple of other cases that definitely lean towards his explanation. However, at the same time, a lot of his research has been absolutely impossible to replicate. And towards the end of his life, he was making some really bizarre claims. So I think he was headed in the right direction with something, and I really wish he was around longer to continue with it. Because... He's kind of discredited now among the the scientific community, which I think is a shame because it really needs to be looked into more. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've heard people try to discredit him, but I think those have been largely in every case I've looked at. These have been uh, sort of skeptics that are not as fair minded as you are and haven't actually looked at his research or his credentials to see what he has based some of the assumptions he's made on. Some of that is really, really interesting. Uh, And I've tried to get in touch with some of his students to see if they've carried on his work and Yes, indeed. Very interesting stuff. On a related, I don't know if you've ever heard of this phenomena before, but this is something that happens to me on a regular basis around my house as well. And maybe other people out there might have experienced the, this as well. I'd be really interested in hearing from anyone else out there who, who has experienced this. But you know how when you're just drifting off to sleep or you've got your eyes closed and you don't see anything that's visual in in a normal sense there's just this sense of a kind of a, a, a fog of of like you know tiny pixels of color and stuff right if you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. well my house every once in a while it'll settle or expand or something will happen and there'll be kind of a crack right and, well When that happens, sometimes I see this flash right before the crack happens. It's happened dozens and dozens of times. I'll ask a question here. Sure. It's into a slightly pre-sleep condition, correct? Uh, Not always, but, but often, yeah. The reason I ask is you may be conditioned that the house is making those noises, However, when you're going to sleep, there... Oh, you're saying I'm not hearing anything. My brain is just making it up? Yeah, I've had the doorbell. I've had the phantom doorbell wake me up, so I know that that can happen. (laughs) If you're bored and on Google, look up exploding head syndrome. Okay. I know it sounds much worse than it is. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm hoping I'm not in for that. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what they call it. And honestly, it kind of sounds like that. Okay. Just because the the symptoms are right there. And basically, one of the main ones is a very loud pop or explosion, which is why they call it exploding head syndrome. As people are falling asleep, they'll get waken up by a very loud noise. You know what? Our heads are going to explode if we don't ask you as we end this episode, where we can find more of your stuff, Brian Bonner. You can have all sorts of fun. Come on over to RockyMountainParanormal.com. We have links off to anything and everything that we do. All of the investigations, for the most part, are uh, written up and downloadable as PDFs, so you can have a lot of fun reading them, seeing what we've done over the years. And you know what? When you read it, your head may explode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got him coming back, by the way, for after the Paracast for more discussions, more case histories, more things to explode your head with. No, I'm getting kind of raunchy here. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. You can find us on Facebook if you look for the Paracast. That sounds redundant. You can find four different categories of official branded Paracast merchandise. If you go to the Paracast.com, Shop the Paracast.shop. Great stuff. Four different logos. Randall designed some of it. We also have the Paracast Plus. 
which we offer a special enhanced version of this show free of the network ads, plus the infamous or famous After the Powercast podcast, where you never know what's going to happen. And Brian Bonner has agreed to bring his sandwich so he won't run out of refreshment or food and join us for this weekend's edition of After the Paracast. I don't know where the sandwich remark came. I think it was a line in that song Down Under from Men at Work, giving <laughs> someone a piece of his sandwich. Yep. That's right. That's from Colin Hay. Anyway... I don't know where that started, but if you want to learn more about the Paracast Plus, go to theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. With or without his turkey sandwich, we'll be hearing from Brian Bonner again. Thank you for joining us on the Paracast. That was a good time. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.